0: Hey, did you see the date? It's October 1st. It's spooky season on Third eyesight. I'm your host, Juan Francisco, and I'm a spiritual intuitive who practices tarot card reading and mediumship. I've always been super curious about the supernatural and paranormal, and I'm here to share my stories and interview folks who want to share their own stories. Let's get to it. It is spooky season, and it's feeling so good to launch an episode on the first day of October. And this is episode number, let me check, you're going to hear a click of my mouse, 4-0, the big 4-0, episode 40. And we are also in the anniversary month of Third Eye So this month, Third Eye Sight turns one year old. I'm going to publish a separate, a special episode with a special announcement to celebrate the first full year of Third eyesight, and of my website being up and of me being a thing the way I am a thing now and the things I do on social media. That was the most unproductive, redundant sentence I've ever said. So, spooky season. I grew up loving, loving Halloween. And I am a child of the 90s and I grew up with the Disney Channel. Um, not an endorsement, not a sponsored ad, just saying. I wish Disney was paying me to say that, but they're not, so not a sponsored ad. I remember on Halloween, the Disney Channel was pretty, pretty awesome. It was pretty lit, actually. You would see old Disney cartoons that were Halloween-themed. I remember the Dancing Skulls that were dancing. It was like a music video or a cartoon music video of Dancing Skulls from like the 50s or something. They would play all the Disney Channel Halloween movies. I remember Halloween Town, like, hello, they would play the Thriller Music video on the Disney Channel, Michael Jackson's Thriller video. I just was obsessed with Halloween as a kid. I remember going out for Halloween every year, and I just, I was obsessed. I was obsessed, and I loved scary movies. I think I started watching some rated R scary movies at a bit of a young age. Probably shouldn't have, but I'm a well-rounded individual. I, at least I like to think so. Um, so I, I'm thinking they didn't affect me too much, but I wouldn't let my kid... <laughs> Um, Watched some of those rated R movies. Um, No judgment on my parents. You know, I enjoyed them. I enjoyed watching scary movies. I loved to be spooked. I really did. And I still love to get spooked. And I am going on two paranormal investigations. I'm going to join Vinny Carbone, who you will hear in an interview next week. Vinny Carbone in a paranormal investigation that is a public investigation and you'll hear more about that in the episode next week, in which I am interviewing Vinny. I'm also going to another ghost story paranormal investigation in in Manhattan. I am just so so excited. So, what I want to talk about in this episode is what the spooky season really mean. Is there something different about spooky season? Is there something different about Halloween? So, I got some opinions. So, are you ready for some opinions? As if you've never heard opinions on this podcast before, we'll get ready. <laughs> Spooky season, love the phrase, some people call um, some people call the season of Halloween or the day of Halloween when the veil thins between our physical world and the other side, the spiritual world. A lot of people do the spookier things in the month of October because it's just a thing to do. We want to feel spooked around one of the spookier holidays or what has become a spooky holiday. I actually don't really know the origin of Halloween, and I should have come prepared with that information for this episode, but here I am recording, and I just, I'm just i just going to be as real as possible. I, just, I have nothing for you, unfortunately, but from what I've learned, Halloween did not originate as a spooky, scary, jump scare holiday, but we've made it so, and that's okay. Um, we have fun with it. Halloween is very fun. And so a lot of people do some extra spells during the Halloween season. Some people um, manifest... Extra an extra amount of things during the Halloween season, or they go the extra mile to man, to try and manifest or envision things. And so I'm gonna give you my opinion on it. And I'm gonna give you some advice also on how to feel safe during this month of a lot of spooky things happening, people running spooky events, ghost tours, paranormal investigations. I've done quite a few paranormal investigations in ghost tours. I can give you my insight on how to navigate those. And I've talked about that a bit with guests on the podcast as well as uh, on my own about how I've done those tours. But given that it is spooky season and it's Halloween coming up, this might be a very timely episode for someone out there to hear. So, first opinion (laughs) of several tonight. Uh, I'm recording this at night, by the way. That's why I said tonight, which won't make sense for you if you were hearing this at the daytime. But anyways, first opinion. The thought that the veil thins during this season. I don't know if that's actually true. It's interesting because I was talking recently with somebody about the Lions Gate opening, I think that's what it's called when during Leo season or when the when Leo I forget. It just happened in, in August on 8 8. Like the Lions Gate or something. I'm not sure. But I was talking to someone about that and they said and they're an astrologist, and they said that that was kind of that's kind of a made up thing to try and attract some publicity, marketability, and just a trend. It's not really an actual thing. Like the lion's gate was not a thing until the recent past. So, and when it comes to the veil fitting during Halloween, I think from what I know, Halloween has traditionally been a way to connect with the other side, or to to celebrate the dead, or to commemorate the dead um, in some cultures. And so therefore I can see how the idea of the veil thinning can feel very real during this, the month or season of Halloween. In my opinion, the veil can thin anytime we want. It's just about us crossing over, not literally crossing over or like physically, spiritually crossing over, but we can, we can cross over spiritually, um, into the other side by connecting in the here and now in our physical bodies and being open to possibilities with the other side. So this idea of the veil thinning, I think it's really exciting. And I think it's, the way I see it is the veil can thin anytime we want to on an individual level. But I feel like during the month of October and Halloween, because there's that that atmosphere, that air of spookiness and ghost tours and ghosts and spells and We just feel collectively that much more focused on it, and therefore the energy is a little bit stronger. So it feels like the connection is stronger. And I think the spirit world uh, responds accordingly. I really think it does. I think their spirit world knows that people are more aware of something else beyond the physical self during the month of Halloween, or a little more, they're toying with the idea a little more. So the spirit world is like, well, great, there's at least some awareness, so let's show them something, or let's make them feel something. But that can happen any time. Our communities can do that any time of the year, not just Halloween. And then the second opinion I have about ghost tours, paranormal investigations. So if you're someone who is listening to this podcast right now and you have booked a paranormal investigation for the month of October um, or a ghost tour, so here's the difference. A ghost tour, the ghost tours I've been on, I am led by a tour guide with a group of people, tells the history of a place and the haunted history as well of the place and the types of stories heard or that are very well known about the ghosts of a certain location or uh, an area or a region or a piece of land. And that's it. And it's really fun. I love a good ghost tour. A paranormal investigation is that plus investigating, examining the space for paranormal evidence as a group. Or if you do it privately... You, you're like just yourself maybe a friend and then investigator that's leading the investigation with you so in that case you may get an EMF detector which which records the level of um, the, the the level of an electromagnetic field in a space so when you put it up to a, a wall plug for example the meter will go to the color red the highest and if you're not near a wall plug and your phone is on airplane mode and that thing is going red and then down red and then down it's probably, an indication there's something not normal about the area you're you're sitting in or standing in maybe there's an electrical current running through but that's where you can debunk it and say like okay there's no electrical current here we're not near a wall plug our phones are off we're on airplane mode let's see if this thing responds through the emf detector so hey if you're here go all the way to red for yes and let us know, and then it goes all the way to red, and then you ask more questions to see if the detector responds based on your questions and the yes and no indications that you ask of it. That's what an investigation is like. You're examining whether a place truly can give paranormal evidence, and it's not always going to happen. I've been on in paranormal investigations where nothing really happens, it's kind of quiet, then it ends up being a really cool practice, a practice of, what, of investigation and investigating. Now, I've been on a handful, uh, like not a lot, but a good number of paranormal investigations. I could probably count on both hands, but I mean, I've been on more than three, and I feel like that's a really good number. Um, I'm someone who's just really into that stuff, and, and I'm, I know people that have done way more than that. I know people who lead paranormal investigations, and that's their living, and that's also their passion. If it's not their living, then they're volunteering, and it's their passion. I absolutely love them. For me, when I go into a paranormal investigation, it feels spooky and I feel really nervous. Don't get me wrong, I get nervous. I did an investigation at the Savannah Theater in Savannah, Georgia. Let me tell you, that place was wild. I remember stepping in and my heart, my chest, heart area was feeling really weird. And then like 10 minutes later, the tour guy started with the history of the place and said a lot of people who step in here, um, when they feel the spirit of or the soul of, I forgot the name of the person, fill in the blank. They feel like they're having a heart attack, and they're not. It's just the soul making them feel the way that it died. And I thought, oh, that's what I felt. Not sure it felt like a heart attack, but I felt a weird sensation in my chest, on the left side of my chest, in the heart area. And just being in that space, and it was sometimes in complete darkness, it was extremely freaky. I did not like being in complete darkness in some parts of that theater. Not at all. Hated it, actually. But it was a really good step into what that world is like. And I did it with a lot of protective energy as much as I could. I prayed before I went in, and I prayed as I left. Just praying something simple as, Hi, I come here respectfully, and I want to enjoy connecting with you and learning more about the other side. Then when leaving, saying something to the effect of, Hey, I always start with hey, (laughs) like it's a friend hey, thank you so much for this experience. I ask that anything that that is here stays here and does not come with me to my space, to my home space or to my hotel. So when you're going on a paranormal investigation or a ghost tour, that's what I highly recommend is you say a, a protective prayer for yourself while also acknowledging respect for the souls who call that place home, who call that place one of their favorite spots and just acknowledging that they are there help you learn and to thank them for that but also giving them the space if you want to help me learn please be my guest if you don't want to i respect that too i don't like it when people on these television shows when they try and provoke a ghost or a soul it just doesn't sit well with me like there's no reason to do that and it's all just to get you know it's all just to get more clicks more social media shares youtube shares it's just too much too much i see it on youtube too a lot of youtube investigators and and urban explorers will do things like that i don't like it so those are my two opinions uh, i have some more to share i'm sure and if they come to mind i'll think of uh, if, I, if they come to mind and i think of them then i will share them with you but for now i think just knowing that the veil thinning uh, there's something exciting about the month of october and halloween because like i said yeah i think to an extent the veil is certainly thinning and the access to the other side is a little bit easier because collectively we are all in this spirit, no pun intended, of spooky season. We're all feeling the spooky vibe. So our souls, our bodies, we're subconsciously more aware of something else beyond us. And so the souls or the spirit world respond accordingly, like I said before. And then secondly, going on a paranormal investigation or a ghost tour, just make sure you you sit in a white light of protection. You pray uh, for yourself and people who are joining you that they may be protected and that you respect the souls that you will interact with, that you give them the free will choice. You re- or not, not Actually, you don't have to give it to them. They have it. You respect their free will choice to interact with you or not as they please, um, but with certain boundaries. So protecting yourself and acknowledging their free will choice and giving them that respect. And... Watch a fun scary movie, please. That's important. Let me see. What would I watch? Um, hmm. And you know, I, I, I am known as like sometimes a goody two shoes. And when it comes to spirituality, I don't want to mix my spirituality with anything dark or negative or like casting spells to get your ex back. That's not my style, personally. Um, or demonology. I have no interest in that. Maybe, maybe to study it, but not to engage with it. You know what I mean? And yet, one of my favorite movies in general, and also one of my favorite scary movies, is The Exorcist. I love The Exorcist. It is an incredibly well-done movie. Just forget that it's a horror movie. It's a film. It is a wonderful film. A work of, it's a work of art, but it's really scary. And I remember watching it when I was younger, and it freaked me out. So maybe I'll watch The Exorcist again. Um, what else? Oh, what was something I recently watched that I really enjoyed watching? I forget. But there, there are a good number of scary movies that I've seen that I really like. Maybe I'll watch The Sixth Sense. Maybe I'll watch a mediumistic mystic kind of movie or a TV show. Like I've, I've heard that the show Medium with is, is her name Patricia Arquette. Yeah, Patricia Arquette. I've heard that that is actually a really good show. I heard that Ghost Whisperer was not a bad show. Maybe I'll start watching one of those shows. Actually, that would be a lot of fun. So if any of you have any thoughts on really fun movies or TV shows that involve a medium, send me a DM, send me an email. I would love your recommendation for sure. So that's today's podcast. It is really short. I am recording this two days before I head out of the country, and I admit this was a bit last minute, but... I promise I have a really great month of content for you. Um, I'm clicking here on my schedule. We got Vinnie Carbone, October 10th. We have an episode on sleep paralysis. Like, what is sleep paralysis? Why is it a thing? And also, I'll share my experience when I experienced sleep paralysis myself in a hotel in Key West. October 24th, we're going to talk about the witching hour and nighttime. Like, why does nighttime feel scarier and what is the witching hour October 25th, the day right after, I'll have that big update about Third eyesight and my website. Oh, here we go. I totally forgot, guys. I'm really sorry. October 31st, Halloween. We'll talk about the history of Halloween. There we go. I totally forgot I scheduled that for myself. I am all over the place. See, guys? This is what happens when you're in travel brain two days before travel and recording an episode at the last minute. I take full responsibility for that. Anywho. If you uh, feel called to it, please give this podcast a review on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google. I think you can do it on Audible right now. I think I'm available on Audible. Um, But also, I'm open for readings, um, mediumship readings, tarot card readings. You can go to my website and go to the reading section of the website. If you have any ideas for podcast topics you want to see or, or hear, rather, please send me your ideas. I am not running out of ideas, but I want to talk about things that you want to talk about. I want to talk about things you want to hear about. So always feel free to send me ideas, either DM me on Instagram or send me an email through the contact form on my website. I leave you to a wonderful, wonderful start to your October. Happy spooky season.